Hey there, Elwood City Limits listeners. It's Will here, and I'm presenting you something that was originally first on the Patreon feed, and now it's coming to the free feed, because this one is all about... Well, the love of Arthur, really. This is a double, it's, a, well, it's called the Review Extravaganza because it involves reviews of two Arthur products. The first one is uh, a little segment of me talking with Arthur historian, fount of knowledge, uh, Peebs. He's been on the show before on Elwood City Limits, and he got to see this year the Arthur musical. Did you know that there was an Arthur musical? Maybe you didn't. And if not, you're going to want to get the skinny from Peebs. It was the first time that he ever saw a musical, and it had to be the Arthur one, of course. Peebs has a lot to say. Always enjoyed talking with him. And I think you're going to like it, too. And you should definitely look up more about the Arthur musical. There's uh, images online. Maybe you'll get to find a little bit more at this point whenever you're hearing this. Then I got the chance to sit down with another Arthur podcast. Yes, it's true. Elwood City Limits is not the only game in town, and this is a great opportunity to introduce you to another great Arthur podcast. They are the Sugar Bowl Pod, and we talked about, well, we talked about a few things. We came together because I wanted to talk to another Arthur podcast about the official Arthur podcast that has been going on uh, for a little while now. Now, at the time you're hearing this, you may be there may be much more episodes out uh, this was originally recorded and uploaded to Patreon in mid-November, so you may, you're probably going to be hearing this a little bit later, and we had only had about four official Arthur podcast episodes, but we took the opportunity to kind of give our thoughts on it, the three of us, Chris and Eli from the Sugar Bowl pod, but I also wanted to take the opportunity to introduce you to them, because their podcast is really great, and if you want to have a bit of a different vibe in your go through Arthur, I mean, there's no reason why you can't listen to them too, and they're really great guys. They're very funny. I had a blast talking to them. We reminisced about Arthur. We talked about the official Arthur podcast. We just kind of commiserated on what it's like to run an Arthur podcast in a little bit of a state-of-the-art Thur, uh, here in 2022. So I hope that you enjoy this Arthur ECL review extravaganza whenever you're listening to this. Now, of course, if you want to listen to it earlier and listen to all kinds of exclusive audios earlier, patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits is the way to do it. This was uploaded in an off week when we weren't able to put together an episode of For the Kids, but we ended up creating something that was also really cool. And sometimes that comes out of necessity and we just end up coming together and putting together some cool stuff. So really hope you enjoy this and uh, please uh, have a great time wherever you are, whenever you may be listening to this. One thing that I've been looking to find out more about, I've been noticing it on Instagram lately is that there is an Arthur musical going on as of this recording, recording this at the end of October. So this fall 2022, there was there is an Arthur musical. It's called Arthur and Friends Make a Musical. Unfortunately, it is um, restricted, I guess, to a certain segment of America. And I am not American. Lucas is going through America, but he doesn't actually have time to take in a, a play, unfortunately. But we do know somebody who not only can go see that musical, but actually did. And that's one of our wonderful patrons, friend of the show, and former co-host, and probably will be a co-host again someday. That would be Peebs. Hey, Peebs. Hello, Will. Thanks for having me back. I'm so glad to talk to you today, Peebs, and I'm really happy that you were kind of keeping me in the loop about this at all. So, like I said, I kind of saw pictures and footage on, like, Instagram and stuff. How did you first find out that there was an Arthur musical? Yeah, I think I found out the same way you did. I think it was Mark Brown himself who, uh, I believe he went to the opening show, and he posted some pictures of some of the performers um i don't think they were actually from that night though i think he just kind of took like some photos of a screenshot or something like that um because they are actually it looks like 
from the two different casts. So I don't know if those are actually like true photos that he took. But nonetheless, he's the one who got me uh, kind of keyed in on, you know, what was going on here. So. And you mentioned that you were going to go see it in your area. Now, of course, don't you don't need to give away your full address or anything. But uh, can you give can you give us a little information of where was this playing? Where did you go to see it? This was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I did have to drive about four or five hours, um, but it was something I was willing to do. I haven't taken any road trip like since the pandemic started, so this was kind of a nice way to get out, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, anyone in the Midwest um, in this area, I would highly recommend if you can go, uh, go see it. Yeah, and you had a lot of good things to say. I want to make sure to kind of get a little bit more detail in in your thoughts here. So this the show is called Arthur and Friends Make a Musical. I'm also seeing that this is from the creators, or rather the a studio that put on Goosebumps the musical, which is like, oh, geez, peeps, you're getting you're getting access to all of these cool off Broadway musicals that I only wish that I could see, and hopefully. My greatest hope would be that they would be successful enough to come all the way over to Canada, but I'm not exactly going to hold my breath. So for any of our listeners in America who aren't able to make the trip, for any listeners in Canada, other parts of North America, and internationally even, tell. so let's start off with, you know, an Arthur musical. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of ask because I'm curious, how, how long was it? Roughly. Um, it said it was 75 minutes on the website for the event. Um, I didn't really look at my watch or anything to keep track of time, but there was a about a 10, 15 minute intermission in the, in the middle. Um, I will say the first half kind of breezed by in my view. Um, the second half was okay. a little, little more dry, but that's all right. Okay. So what is the, uh, okay. I, 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 uh, it probably says a lot about the show and just the title, Arthur and Friends Make a Musical. But what what's kind of the, if you had to sum up the story, what, what, what's, uh, what's the journey we take through it all? Uh, well, I was pleasantly surprised to kind of figure out along the way that there were a lot of references to TV episodes. Um, and oh. so really the whole plot of this musical is that you know, Mr. Rapper's class is putting on a musical about Elwood City. So in that way, it's sort of like the episode Elwood City Turns 100, the 100th TV episode. Um, but it didn't end up, you know, going that same route. Um, they did end up doing a play about Elwood City. This time it was called Elwood City Rocks. Um, okay. So it was kind of similar in that aspect. But um, along the way... Arthur's family and friends have to kind of help Arthur through his anxieties about his role um, in this <laughs> Elwood City Rocks musical. Now, one thing that was immediately apparent from seeing uh, pictures, and I mean, this is easy to see if you just uh, search Arthur stage musical. What I really, what I really like, and what, and you know, what I really wish I was able to support by being able to see it. You take a look at the cast photos and it's a very multiracial cast. In fact, there's a lot of black actors in prominent roles, including in the role of Arthur and I believe uh, Mr. Ratburn as well. Um, I, I, I don't really have a question there. I just think that that's really cool. And I wanted to point that out. Were, were there any, was there anybody in the cast from your perspective who you felt was, a, a standout. Personally, myself, I liked the uh, the girl who played D.W. I thought she had her sassiness down. <laughs> um, she was always rolling her eyes and putting her hands on her hips. She was the perfect D.W., I, I would think. Um, one other thing kind of along the lines of what you were saying before, um, one thing I was kind of impressed by, um, the very first thing they said when they opened the show was, they acknowledged uh, the indigenous peoples that lived in that area and still mm -hmm. do today. And that was also something they listed first on the playbill um, that they had for the show as well. So I was pretty impressed by that. That was a nice that's little acknowledgement. That's a that's a that's a becoming a more and more common practice these days, a land acknowledgement, and especially mm -hmm. here in Canada where we have such a history with our with our lands being um, 
having indigenous people be our first people, um, I, I hear that a lot within kind of the work that I do. And so I'm glad to hear that they're doing it here as well. You know, we don't have to discuss spoiler details or anything <laughs> like that or uh, um, any w- any of the songs in the soundtrack like that you're still kind of humming or thinking about. Honestly, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I think it was I mean, it was definitely geared toward kids. Um I think it said five plus ages um, Mm. in their families, Mm -hmm. of course, but it was definitely a kid's musical. Um, So really, I I can't say any of the songs really stuck out or I'm still humming today. So, (laughs) but that's not to say they were bad songs at all. Um, You know, just, you know, tailored toward kids, I guess. And and I, I, that's also what I wanted to ask. I mean, (laughs) I think that's something we run into uh, as adult fans of Arthur is that sometimes you interact with actual children within the fan base. What was kind of the the range of ages that were in the audience? Uh, were you one of the older people that were not didn't necessarily have adult accompaniment or what what kind of age groups were we seeing? Well, for me, I'm in my late 20s. I'm pretty sure I was the only well, I, I actually don't want to say the only um, mm. 20-ish person. Um, I did see a couple others who were not there with kids from my point of view. Um, but right. for the most part, it was families, kids probably under the age of 10. Um, like, it was not a sold-out show by any means. Um, there were plenty of right. seats um, still available. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, just bad advertising. I don't know what the deal was. But um, right. one nice thing that I... Um, that was nice about that. Um, it was a pretty, obviously not small, it was a small audience. Um, and at the end they were able to do a quick Q and a, um, with, um, some of the, well, all the actors were back on stage and, you know, they asked kids to raise their hand and ask any questions that they had about, um, the stage, the props, things like that, pretty much anything involved with the show. And the kids did have some, you know, interesting questions, of course, as kids will ask. Um, but I, I thought that was a ni- another nice little aspect at the end there. Do you remember any of the any of the questions in particular? One girl just said, "Like, how did they make all this stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming that meant the props and the, uh, yeah. the stage design and all that. Um, at the beginning, there was, um, you know, the iconic Arthur kind of black and white checker circle. Um, someone did ask about what that was supposed to represent. And one of the performers did kind of go into that detail about how, you know, that kind of design style is seen, you know, on the theme song of the TV show and on the covers of Mm -hmm. the books, things like that. So cool. All right. And again, I want to leave as much in the theater as possible. So that uh, that's I'm glad to have your firsthand report here, peeps. And it is it is a little bit too bad that it couldn't be released uh I guess on a maybe a bigger stage. I feel like you could still capitalize on the popularity of Arthur for maybe a bigger release or maybe this is more true to its spirit. Arthur as big as Arthur has gotten and probably will be, there is still a spirit to it that is very much maybe not low key is not the right word but Mm -hmm. it's it's humble the show the the books it's it all feels very humble and that also seems very appropriate from what you're telling me is there anything else from the experience of seeing it that you feel is feel is noteworthy uh well i think i've told you this before but i don't know if it's made it onto the podcast yet um i i really haven't been to like any stage musical in my life before (laughs) besides like a high school or like a church event smaller productions like that so this was actually Mm -hmm. my first time so i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that it was a kids arthur musical but hey i made it (laughs) it see it seems appropriate for you peeps then uh, then i guess i'll just follow up with what was it like to see a, a for real stage musical? Not to not to discredit your high school production, but uh, yeah, what was your first musical experience like as someone who has maybe never been before? Uh, well, I mean, I, I will say that all of the performers did an excellent job. There were three adult actors, um, the mom, dad, and Mr. Ratburn, and then the rest of them were, I believe, probably all high school, maybe late 
middle school age. Um, but they were right. all very good um, from what I could tell. Of course, I, like I said, I'm not a musical expert or anything like that. But from what I can tell, they, they were all uh, pretty good. They all had their characters down pat. Excellent. I'm really glad to hear that you had a good time, and uh, maybe, and hopefully, this will encourage you to uh, branch out into other, into other. Maybe, maybe check out that Goosebumps musical. <laughs> like, and 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 if you do, tell me about it. That's that sounds really cool. But yes, I, I, I'm I really wanted to get your thoughts on being on the ground for the Arthur musical. So, peeps, I appreciate your little review here of the Arthur musical. If anybody is in that area, I think we would both. Heartily recommend you go, and Peeves has the first person experience to be able to say that it's that it's a good old time. So, Peeves, thanks a lot for uh, your firsthand account here. Really appreciate uh, you doing that. I'll just give you a sec real quick. Um, what's going on these days with your various social media accounts? Still tweeting on the Twitter, still posting on the Instagram. You know, YouTube is kind of crazy up and down with, you know, all their policies and everything algorithms changing so you know haven't been too much on youtube lately but i'm still there i'm not leaving that by any means so um check me out at its peeps on most platforms and that's peeps with three e's we may not have the arthur television show anymore but we still have one of the better uh repositories of arthur information online and that is peeps himself appreciate your time man and uh, thanks a lot for letting us know about uh, the arthur musical Thanks a lot, Well, Thanks for having me. Hey, everybody, it's Lucas from the Elwood City Limits podcast. And if you love ECL, there's a couple of ways to keep up with us. You can go to facebook.com slash Elwood City Limits at ECL podcast. That's our Twitter. We take questions on Tumblr. It's elwoodcitylimits.tumblr.com. There is an Instagram as well, Elwood City Limits on Instagram. Of course, if you want to donate to the show and get exclusive content, whether that's our full-length commentary of the Arthur movies, our brand-new bi-weekly PBS Kids Review Show, as well as our video game movie reviews with the Sonic movie review and Pikachu movie review, you can check out patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits. Uh, And that's also going to get you access to the Elwood City Limits Discord, which me and Will like to post in from time to time. And if you want that sweet, sweet Elwood City Limits merch, check out teespring.com slash stores slash Elwood hyphen city hyphen limits hyphen store. You can listen to the podcast at libsyn.com slash Elwood City Limits, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and there's other podcast apps like Stitcher. And if we're not on your favorite app, let us know. And where can you let us know? Well, that's going to be at ElwoodCityLimits at gmail.com. That's also where you can send us a question and we'll read it on the show. Finally, if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do so is to tell a friend who likes animation or Arthur or just podcasts in general and to go to our iTunes page and rate us out of five stars. Apparently, that helps podcasts out. Bye, everybody. All right, so for this uh, for this little special Elwood City Limits presentation here, we've already talked about you know one review. We've been reviewing a lot of Arthur media these days. In the past, we've talked about not just the television show, but we've talked about you know like all kinds of media that Arthur has been a part of. We've talked about the books. We've talked about well, we talked about the, we're going to talk hopefully more about the video games some of these days. But we have talked about that kind of in a casual manner. We've talked about the toys. We've talked about a lot of different ways as you just heard talked about the musical and now there's another way that Arthur is uh becoming known to a new generation of listeners and that's through an official Arthur podcast now obviously as a proprietor of an Arthur podcast myself I myself Lucas we have some feelings about that and I wanted to take the opportunity to talk about them. But I also saw this as an opportunity to, well, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm not, Elwood City Limits is not the only Arthur podcast out there. As a matter of fact, since Elwood City Limits has begun, there have been a few. Now, not all of them have lasted, but I put a little call out, and I'd like to say that I welcome a diverse and a healthy Arthur podcast scene. So I wanted to talk about the official offerings of the PBS Arthur podcast, the official one, 
with another Arthur podcast that you may have heard of or you may not have. But I hope by the end of this, you may be adding them to your podcast ecosystem. And that's the guys from the Sugar Bowl podcast. Hey, guys. Hey! (laughs) So that's Eli and Chris (laughs) from the Sugar Bowl podcast, who are another episodic Arthur podcast. And uh, guys, I'm really glad I was able to set this up. I figured if we're going to talk about Arthur podcasts, like it could just be me talking, but I feel like the patrons of the listeners of Velvet City Limits, the patrons and the free feed alike, they 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 hear a lot from me. And I, I really think it's better mm. when we get more voices on here. So I'm really glad to kind of welcome you to a episode such as it is of Elwood City Limits. And so, I mean, first of all, in case anybody doesn't know, I know that we have, mm. you know, we we've been here since 2016 and we have quite a few listeners, but... I would really like people to be able to get to know the fact that there are other Arthur podcasts out there besides ours. So first of all, can you tell us a little bit about the Sugar Bowl podcast itself? Uh, Well, you know, definitely I think we are the other Arthur podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We are the darker, the dark bunny of uh, Arthur podcasts. Gritty is a word that has Mm. often been described. (laughs) Yeah, we are the gritty off (laughs) off color. No, we are definitely not. Um, You're for for the mature fan. (laughs) For the... uh, Want to sip on a Chardonnay and listen to their Arthur content. mm, Your mm. favorite Arthur podcaster's favorite Arthur podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Um, well, man, I'm so uh, we I we are absolutely honored uh, to be on uh, the ECL line. Uh, like during the intro, me and Chris were just sta- like sitting here on mute, and I think I had a heart attack, <laughs> at least one. I'm so stoked! I'm stoked, man. To be yeah, here. I mean, uh, this has been this has been just a fun project that Eli and I Eli and I started uh, back in 2019. Yeah, I don't even. You're the dates guy. That you're the would... dates and facts guy. <laughs> if you listen to the show, that is that's something you'll learn if yeah. you decide to bre- uh, grace your listening ears to our feet as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, we used to perform improv together uh, mm-hmm. here in Des Moines, and then uh, some things. You know, we went our separate ways, but we just thought we enjoyed working with each other so much. What is mm-hmm. an avenue that we can do that? And that was a podcast, and we got together in a coffee shop in early 2019, and we're thinking, well, what mm. should we do a podcast about? Yeah. And we were landing in this nostalgia area. What were some things we remember from childhood that were super formative and still had a lasting impact today? And yeah. like we both were very shaped by Arthur yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. I want to say there was a conversation where like we were hanging out with some mutual friends, and I... I need to ask my friends to back this up because to me this is very true, but I don't. I've never asked. I think it was it's like a meme in my like circle of friends that I push conversations towards Arthur <laughs> because it's such a frame of reference for me. Hmm. Everybody's like, "Oh, SpongeBob this and Harry Potter that," and like I didn't watch those as a kid. I was on that PBS grind uh, <laughs> and watching, watching and rewatching and rewatching and rewatching Arthur. Uh, and then, like, I run into Chris, and instead of going, like, ha-ha, yeah, that is a meme, he's like, oh, yeah, me too. I do the exact same thing. <laughs> and now here we are. Uh, what, two years? Uh, getting, yeah. Every other week. Uh, had a little hiatus this year. Uh, with uh, Me going through some, some heavy life stuff, but we're, we're here. Dude, I'm on the ECL Back line. On the saddle. <laughs> Dude, we, I think we had a redemption arc is really what it was. <laughs> Well, and I was really, I'm always really glad to find out that this is something that, and I guess I'm just speaking about podcasting in general. It's such a, Mm -hmm. it has the opportunity to be so diverse. And it was a little, I'll I'll admit to you, it was a little strange when I found out, like, wait a minute, there's like a, there's like another Arthur podcast about here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how am I supposed to feel about this? And then I Dude, found, yeah. You think you're striking the <laughs> nichest niche ever? Mm-hmm. There's, Dude, you okay. go into this thin mine, and you're like, down here, no one else is mining this gold. And you yes. turn around in this cramped tunnel, and there's all of a sudden some other miners down there. <laughs> and you're like, this vein's only big enough for like one pipeline. Surely. But then, like, we did it, and I feel like, yeah, we, we definitely complement each other. A lot of our listeners have said that they listen to both. And it's just like, it's cool to hear, like, the same... Because we both do like the episode recap format, mm-hmm. uh, but to hear, you know, I guess our perspectives are wildly different. Um, I will, I will admit, I'll be the first. 
I've not listened to uh, much ECL. I, I've dipped in to see what it's like, mm. but I admit I've not listened to a ton of it. But people tell me, yeah, that our perspectives are, are crazy different. I think so. And you you already kind of illustrated it there. And I wanted to maybe tease this out a little bit. So you mentioned your background in improv. And mm-hmm. that is something that admittedly, like Lucas and I don't have, we have a good rapport with each other, but neither of us I, are skilled improvisational comics to any degree. And from what I've listened to of the Sugar Bowl podcast, that's immediately what is the takeaway here. And I think it's I'm going to I'm going to use I'm going to use like a regional kind of thing here where it's like over here in Atlantic Canada, we have like, you know, a lot of donairs. A lot of places make donairs, which are like these little uh, pocket what? pockets. It's, it's, it's kind of like it almost goes hand in hand with pizza. It's like shaved beef in a uh, in like a, a pocket bread sort of thing. Oh, it's, it's ooh. Did you send one our way? <laughs> I, I I don't know if it'll it'll hold up in the mail from here to oh. uh, to you guys in the states, but uh, if I can find a way to point you towards one, they maybe check your frozen aisle. You never know; like you okay. might come across a freezer that has like a not an authentic, but as close as we're yeah. gonna get without yeah. getting the real thing. Of course, without coming all the way down here. But what I mean is, is that. When you have something like that, which, as you said, it's like we are a niche of a niche in the Arthur podcast. And Don't Air, you know, is kind of a niche thing for Atlantic Canada. But no, you have different places that make Don't Airs around here, and they all make them a little different. And it's like, well, I like this place because it's spicier. I like this one because it has more, like, sauce on it. And listening to you guys, it's like when I, when I realized that, you know, having more Arthur podcasts is a good thing because – you guys have a completely different dynamic than us, and I can totally see people listening to you guys and being like, "Yeah, I prefer that," just because you you guys are really funny. Like you, there, and your your setup, you, like just even on a technical level, your setup is way different, and it allows for that improvisational style that really comes across. So I think that there oh. is no one right way to do it. So as soon as I kind of realize that myself I was like this is great and I was really hoping that one day I'd be able to talk to you guys and let you know that like I'm really glad that you're still here we're we're glad you're here that was so much validation (laughs) my ears are ringing (laughs) (laughs) because and like I say that uh because like I don't know a lot of our friends have said like hey great we love the pod or whatever um and honestly wait I need to shout out some homies uh uh, the homie Mallory, oh my gosh, she, uh, she's my old boss and has mm. like consistently like hit me up like, yo, this bit was funny or whatever. But outside of that, and we have our like hardcore listeners, um, but to have a, oh my gosh, another, <sighs> the ECL say that our podcast was funny. I don't know. I, I just like mm-hmm. re- respect that so heavy. It's, yeah, it's can we blow can we blow him up a little bit? What? He just he just complimented us so much. Oh my gosh, because <laughs> I I really love. Um, how like well organized ECL is. No. Uh, oh, with yeah. the, there's like the Patreon and like even just hearing you do the intro, I'm like, dude, I would trust this guy to manage my money. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Please don't. Guy sounds <laughs> No, too late. I already wired you a yeah. significant amount of money. Yeah. You, and, uh, you'll never see that again. I can I <laughs> promise you. <laughs> I don't Thank know goodness. how the exchange rate is, but uh you know, you know Chris It's I very that... slanted in my favor. <laughs> Chris, I'm really glad that uh, Will took all of your money because you're so much more down to earth now. Wow, he really pulled it off. Yeah, it's, it's a lear- it's a learning experience. Mm. <laughs> and when I make my next four hundred dollars, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a different tale. I tell you. Yeah, only four hundred. Uh, you're a little bit light. You're a little bit light on this one. So uh, we're gonna have to keep boosting that up. All right. Oh, <laughs> get back to work. See this, these, this is how I make money. It's not off of the Patreon. It's off of extortion. Extortion. <laughs> the, the reason there aren't any other like, Arthur <laughs> podcasts is he's invited them on and he's taken their money. They didn't he's pay. Taken everything they they didn't pay. He's, he's the mafioso in the neighborhood. And we're like, ah, oh, please. We, we've got the meats. We're a little short this week. I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> no, 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 no. You pay the Arthur tax to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mult- like, this, hey, this guy's a tough customer. Molto be- oh, <laughs> Molto bene over here. So yeah, this is this is not, uh, you know a great opportunity to introduce you to. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not the type of person who likes to look at like how many like audience numbers and stuff. But for anybody who hasn't heard of you, I think that this is a great opportunity to do that and to kind of like podcasters helping podcasters because yes. along with you know we've always had an idea that we want this to be fun. So what yes. the only way it's more fun is if there's more people to kind of play in the same area as you. So that that was part of this. So if I can just kind of ask you ask you a couple things here. You did get into it a little bit, but so your history with Arthur, you were very much you were PBS kids growing up. Oh, even yeah. even even as you mentioned like kind of forsaking other typical cartoons that we would have grown <laughs> up with. Let's, forsaking, well, let's just say Eli Eli Sook. That's the right <laughs> for heavily, sass, yeah. heavily forsoked, honestly, in uh, a lack of. Yeah, my my parents were like the, um, and they've changed a lot since then. So please don't think of them only like this. But they were exactly that stereotype of satanic panic. Pokemon means pocket demon. Harry Potter is witchcraft, uh, and they have evolved past that so far. It's insane to think that they were like that for so long, but. But that was my childhood, so it was like, okay, well, what's safe? It's like, well, sports wasn't really into that, mm. uh, and PBS Kids, and I watched Arthur through my like early teens, like fourteen. I'm still s- sitting down and throwing up, you know, two or three ups uh, during breakfast or whatever. And was it to the point? So, like for me, and I've said this before on the show, like when I was growing up, I had them like episodes memorized. Now, were you quite at oh, that yeah. level, or yeah? yes? Okay, so it wasn't just me then. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, you know, you'd have that, uh, I'm trying to think of like an isom, oh, like the <laughs> liquefy or whatever. Those, whirl, those lines. Twirl, blend, whip, liquefy. liquefy. Oh, he got it. He there got it. it. Just in case, just in case Will has not sown the street cred that you, uh, that we, clearly to us you have. My bona fides. Your, My bona fides. There's your proof, bro. That's season one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Episode like six <laughs> like it's there's no way will has watched this in the last two years or maybe maybe yeah, he does watch them a lot there's, on the there's a not zero chance but it's been a not while <laughs> i think that's crazy yeah. i was like i know the last one i can't pick all of them but you had them in the holster and God, this oh, i just wired you the rest of my money cheers <laughs> um so and, and so you kind of I think we probably had similar ideas of like you wanted to get into podcasting and you decided that this was kind of a bit of a niche of a niche because like what were there other ideas that you had before you settled on an Arthur podcast or like a general idea of what you wanted to accomplish with a podcast? Yeah, I mean, I shook my head and Chris nodded. So. I was, well, I because I, I was the one that proposed the other idea and then we didn't choose that. idea, ah. So we went with Arthur. The one idea that I came up with was like 99 counties because the state of Iowa has 99 counties. And oh. I wanted to do uh, an episode about each county and like the weird things that happen in these small towns that oh. nobody's ever heard of. Yes, I do remember this. Uh, and Not a bad idea. Not it's a bad ours. idea at it's all. Ours. It's a TMTM co- copyright. Copyright. But once we started talking about what Arthur would look like, I think it came out that Eli and I both have this. Uh, idea that we yes we also we want to make it fun but we also want to make it wholesome to match the energy Mm. of the show that we were reviewing yeah like we there's no part of us that wanted this to be like pg-13 super edgy like oh now we've we've grown up and (laughs) yeah that was was a decision that we made early on too of like i think Mm. in like if you listen to the first episode like i like i definitely drop an f-bomb at one point i remember after we finished recording i was like that didn't feel good let's not do that anymore so you know we 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 bend that a little bit here and there but it's just like no we mainly want to because especially when the arthur memes were taking off of like yeah, kids could be listening to this, right? Yes. I don't, I'd want kids to listen. Like, I want this sure. to be a family thing. Like, like the Adventures in Odyssey was something yes. that was like a big oh my god pipeline of hey, the whole family can enjoy these stories. And it, wouldn't it be cool if there's a podcast that like had jokes that the parents were laughing at, but yeah. that the kids could also <laughs> enjoy at the same time? If that was the scenario, like it's just a yeah. you're reaching a bigger audience that way and not worried about the e-tag on any of the podcasters and like yeah clearly yeah arthur does that not they're not afraid to literally have a whole section of an episode in south park 
vision or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. and like clearly reference one of the most vulgar shows ever made arguably or at least as, as far as like popular shows uh yeah so it's like oh let's just take that energy because that's what we liked about the show anyway so it's a nice and i'm sure you've seen this too it's a nice like you doing the podcast feeds like the cultural idea of stuff not needing to be edgy to be funny which is your podcast is not edgy to be funny which arthur's not edgy to be funny Mm-hmm. that energy has just been really sick and you see like you see it in the listeners too that like they're vibing with that mm-hmm. like that whole that whole space is so cool well it's also that, very awesome just to hear that you're so into that too it's well like, right and, and 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 i wanted to ask you kind of so you know coming up on two two or three years uh of doing this how do you feel your experience has been from a sen- from a standpoint of like learning about the Arthur fan community, like feedback from listeners, feedback from other people. Like how, like how do you, how have you found the experience of being an Arthur podcast so far? Hmm. It's been, it's a chewy question. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, I say it as a compliment. I don't know if chewy for comes sure. off as yeah. always. We, <laughs> I think we're still at the point where like we, every episode still say like, email us, tell us how we're doing. <laughs> Please. Please talk to us. Uh, and we, get some we've had some responses and it's been super fun to see the the handful of folks that have felt the need to like reach out and talk to us about things that they've enjoyed about the podcast or arthur adjacent stories that have happened in their life Mm -hmm. uh and i think the one that really kind of got me at least is when we just kind of came out of this uh four-month hiatus uh we had a couple folks email us and say i really hope the podcast isn't done yeah Hmm. please like let me know because I just started listening and I've been going through the back catalog and mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed it and I see you guys aren't updating anymore and that makes me really, really sad, but I hope that everything's yeah. okay. And we had two emails that were like that and I don't know, that that, that just knows. And it's people we don't know. I think that was when yeah, we knew yeah. that we had something special is all of a sudden we're getting a couple of emails from like Atlanta, Georgia, <clears throat> and then we had someone from Ottawa mm-hmm. uh, email us. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, we're actually like getting out there and people that have completely different walks of life than us are listening. I completely, I completely relate, especially because that was something that really kind of messed with me for the first year or so of doing this. Mm. And especially because, you know, it was something that we wanted to do for fun, but I remember for like, you know, especially like six months in when Lucas and I were doing this weekly and it's just like, nothing seemed to be happening and it's like maybe oh, people man. are listening it felt like yeah. it felt like potting into the void you know and it was just yep. like is it like is this worth it in the end like i'm paying like 150 dollars a year on soundcloud like what's the point and then you get like one person like one tweet one facebook comment one email and it's like okay yeah. this is actually going somewhere and then really in my experience it starts a chain reaction it starts the rock slide of yeah. like then you get a, another email then you get another and then you get like more people following you and then and i bet and i bet you guys have had some really great ones as well because the you know the 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 arthur community such as it is i think it's a very general and nebulous term but you know very ge- generally quite kind and understanding oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. charitable people like i was just looking through my files i my one of the favorite emails i've ever gotten is from uh, a listener of the podcast who grew up in Syria when it was going through a particularly war-torn time, and Arthur wow. was one of their favorite memories. And it's like listening to the podcast brought back good memories of a uh, childhood that was fraught with conflict. And it was like, it, it, you know, yeah. it, it really made me stop and just be like, wow, this we're actually kind of might be doing something here in our mm-hmm. own small little way. So I'm 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 happy that you guys have gotten that feedback because I know how important it is, and I I only oh, hope yeah. that you're able to kind of get more and it can and it can spur you on to whatever goals you hope to achieve with this that <laughs> bigger and better baby so <laughs> so the big reason why i wanted to talk to you guys today is of course the official arthur podcast now we've yes. spoken about this on ecl a few times and again we make no bones about the fact that like this doesn't upset us this isn't a bad thing <laughs> when it was first announced we were just like of course under my breath, I was like, geez, I hope they don't decide to review Arthur episodes. But it was very <laughs> because it's just like no. Can you imagine? It, it would be it would be like if the Donair factory moved down the street and it's just like, well, uh, this mom and pop shop is uh, is all done. 
you don't need don't need us anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, automated. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just cr- just crank out the reviews. Like just get a robot to review. Just like I think TW was annoying. <laughs> it's like the tic- I concur. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the TikTok narrator voice. <laughs> and then DW went to the store and stole a candy bar. Buster that face <laughs> when yeah, that face when Buster eats chocolate off the grass. <laughs> Buster ate all the food. That was re- that was really funny. Ha ha. The, ha. Bra- the Bradley Cooper Rocket Raccoon voice. <laughs> um, Excellent pull. So, but thankfully, it was it was established. This is really going to be like narratives for kids. It's supposed to be essentially mm-hmm. the show in podcast form. And then over the past few weeks, as it's premiered and gotten out there. That is definitely true. So for this for this little kind of interview that we have here, you guys, uh, you know, took I, I think I think you managed to take a listen to a bit of it, and I've been subscribed mm-hmm. and following along mm-hmm. with it. And it's I don't even want to call this a review because really, what it is, what it has been so far is it's audio versions of episodes that have already aired and they've been like episodes from the first season episodes from like season like nine or ten so they've been kind of all across the arthur chronology but they're re-recording it to work in an audio only format so uh, Mm -hmm. i guess i'll 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 ask first off like what was from what you listened to what did you what did you think of it just on its face generally Uh, uh, Chris is, uh, I'm gesturing. Well, gesturing like, I have me. some thoughts, but I'll let, uh, let you like kick it oh, off yeah. first. Uh, well, I guess I, I like that you said this isn't a review. Cause it's like that. That's what I thought too. For a second, I was like pacing around my room, just like thinking about all the hot takes about like, Oh, they forgot to do this or like this tonality is weird. But I was like, wait a minute. That's not who this is for. Uh, it is a audio version of the episodes. And as that only, it's great. Uh, hmm. it does the thing. But for me, I'm thinking of the Arthur legacy because that's what that's what we're doing, right? Is we're sitting on the pile of amazing Arthur content yeah. and just being like, "Hey, come check this out. It's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. went through it all. It's still good." Yep. So it's a seal of approval, <clears throat> right yeah, here. Yeah. But now with the, I don't know, the audio ones to me feel like I'm like I don't know. I just kind of feel like meh. Like this didn't feel like it elevated the episodes into like a whole new mm. medium in a cool way. It feels like kind of a reboot vibe where it's like oh this is still good right you guys it's still warm Have yeah a bite. and i i felt in a similar fashion uh listening to spelling trouble and they took the you know the a-a-r-d-v-a-r-k and in my head i'm like that was really iconic in the original episode yeah and they're taking these these beats there were certain there were specific lines that i remembered from the original episode yeah. that they implanted it's like if you don't if you do badly, they'll still let you live in the attic or something like DW mm. has a line that's like that, but there's just some there's a slight disconnect where I'm like, I know where this originally came from and I know what they're trying to do, which mm-hmm. is take the but they didn't like toothpaste. D O O T Toothpaste. He spells it normally in this one. And I was like, Oh man. O O T H P how that was like I, the funniest bit from that whole original Dude, episode. So if fair. I ever look up in the mirror with a toothbrush <laughs> in my mouth and I can see the stuff, I say toothpaste before I spit it out because it's just my head or whatever. So to me, I love that. I love that moment. And on some level, I think it's like, I don't know. I would say it's timeless, but you know, we're sitting on the Arthur podcast's hill saying arthur is timeless it's like duh of course yeah. you would think that well and see this is you're you're further proving your claim of your your favorite arthur podcast favorite arthur podcast because like <laughs> clearly we think about this show in a very similar way of as soon as you're like toothpaste I'm like that's exactly that's mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah it's yeah. like that delivery is burned in my brain from all the times i so there's there's kind of more of a positive bend and then more of a i don't want to say negative bend but maybe just uh, observation and I'll we'll, we can kind of go down these two tracks. So the first one mm-hmm. that I wanted to kind of throw out to you there is I'll, I I will also just generally say I I'll, I agree with you. I think I think it's fine. Like I think that this is a yeah. decent thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cool way to get kids interested in podcasts, and mm-hmm. I think that this is you know it's pretty much kind of a push. It's like they're not doing anything too weird. But they're also push. not doing anything super duper interesting with it just yet. So it's interesting like i find i found it interesting the way that you spoke about it because it is you know very much for 
I will like I'll speak for myself. An Arthur old head like myself, you yes. know, mm-hmm. is, is, That's us. you know, you put a microphone in front of me and it's like talk about Arthur. I'm just like, boy, wasn't season one awesome? And <laughs> but that's also because I was six years old when that premiered, so I was exactly <laughs> right. at the right age. So and mm-hmm. and and I've gone back and like I still think it's really good o- overall. Yeah. But it's also like. You know, how much of this is as untouchable as we feel that it is? Because yeah. you because the three of us, we're thinking of all like the the weird deliveries or like the especially like the visual gags that really made it sticky in our brains. Whereas for mm. kids who are encountering this for the first time, I really wonder if like will it like would it make that much of a difference? Like is this yeah. you know, as much as it doesn't really serve the need for us it's also not for us really this is this is very explicitly you know aimed at young children listening with parents so which we are i mean actually i should i shouldn't assume perhaps you guys are listening with your parents but uh uh, i i I can't i can't get my mom to sit down with me for an arthur podcast so i haven't actually listened to one yet i'm not allowed Um, i checked on that yeah i asked him to leave after a couple like after episode like 20 i was like i think we can take the training wheels off Mm -hmm. uh, you don't need to push me anymore I'm like I'm. Am I doing it? And then you were, and then you were like, I don't know how to stop <laughs> watching Arthur. And that's why, yeah. and that's how we're here at like episode eighty-four. So. <laughs> so, also, excellent replication of DW's delivery of "I don't know how to stop." <laughs> no, trust me, I caught that. <laughs> thank you. Thank I'm you. sure Pre- our listeners did, honestly. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, yeah. So I think it's just like, do you do you think that our nostalgia for the episodes that they have already kind of redone? is hurtful to our potential encounter with uh like remaking or rebooting Arthur content or or not. Mm. I know that's a bit of a heady mm. question so no, I'm not, a... you, you don't need to certainly solve it here. I'm just kind of throwing it oh, out yeah. there because I think that's the whiteboard out and I've started to write yeah. because, hold on, hold on. because hold ha- my <laughs> other calculator. I can't use both calculators that I brought. Because I mean like having a podcast about a show that we watched when we were kids it's like you're going to encounter the weird and like calcified ends of nostalgia where it can be mm. not Ooh. especially great, even kind of poisonous or toxic at some points. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, so it's hard, but it is hard to take off those goggles of like, this is my favorite show when I was a kid. And now it's sounds yeah. weird. That sounds weird yep. and not uh, right to me. There's new things. Yeah. And yeah. it feels very like uh, mm. crotchety old man energy of like, ah, that, that, yeah. this was, this was the peak and I'm not moving on that idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking back to just minutes ago when uh, we were talking about, like, as we were setting up, I was just kind of like, so general vibes on the pod. And we were kind of like, eh, meh, sort of feels whack just a little bit. Yeah. And then I said, oh, you know, in Spelling Trouble, when Ratburn reveals that there's going to be another spelling thing and Arthur actually didn't get saved by the bell or whatever, there's like this, like, boom, like, piano hit to tell the audience that, oh, Arthur's actually in huge trouble. They don't do that in the pod. They just play the triumphant music from when Arthur thinks he's going to be fine yes. and carries that through. And I'm like, now thinking about that after you asked him this question, I'm like, oh my God, nobody thinks that, Eli. Like, mm-hmm. it's just you. We like, have a very, right. very <laughs> specific and narrow view that yeah. a large population right. does not share. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. like in the most recent episode, in the Arthur Snowbiz episode that came out the week that mm-hmm. we're recording this, like yeah. I couldn't stop noticing that like they keep using the same like sc- pieces of the score and then they keep yes. like repeating them in an, in a way that feels unnatural to the way that Arthur has always presented them. But also like if you're a kid, you're not noticing that stuff. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point of just like mm-hmm. I care about this and that's probably weird. <laughs> <laughs> and we're willing yeah, yeah. to admit that and say I'm right. owning this that, that again, we're saying like not really our audience, like it's not for us. It's targeting somebody else. It's introducing them and maybe if that's a gateway of like, hey, remember we were listening to this, like that Arthur podcast? Well, mm-hmm. I've got the old VHSs uh, over mm-hmm. at Grandma's place. Mm-hmm. And maybe like maybe this is more used as like a stepping stone for yeah. some for some younger viewers to kind of get re- introduced to it for the first time in a in a format that's maybe where the direction of our like youth is going and yeah, how yeah. they consume media. Right. And this this is kind of the more negative thing. Now, I, I, again, I'm kind of using finger quotes here. Uh, but the, the thing that I keep thinking about is that, like, okay, so they're remaking these episodes. 
and they're putting them in podcast form, which I think is, generally speaking, more can be more accessible. However, and this is something that I've spoken with with Arthur fans for the past couple of years, and it's like, this just tells me that, like, and this this is, I, I, I'm going to be contradicting myself in a moment here, but it just makes me wish that the episodes of Arthur were a bit more accessible than they already are. Now, oh, now, yes. I, now I will say yeah. that, you know, as you know, according to a listener, they are on Amazon prime. Apparently oh, I don't fun. have an Amazon. Barely. I yeah. tell you what, we try to use that for our clips <clears throat> and <clears throat> the amount of times it's, it's been error. Something has occurred. And yeah. like it is a, is an extra subscription fee on top of what you're already paying for Amazon prime oh. to get like, the, yes, because you have to get Amazon Prime plus PBS Kids or PBS Kids Plus or whatever. And then the episode, some of the episodes are mistitled. They're straight up missing. There's like just this random episode in season four that's just not there. Ugh. It's just like one, two, four, five, six. I mean, they're <laughs> even labeled that way. I'm like, we does it like completely agree. I, I'm like standing up almost. I'm so <laughs> agree with this because it's great media. Why is Amazon the only one who thought to purchase this and put it out to the people? Well, and and, and also like even if, you know, another way to do it is is like on the pbskids.org player, but as yeah. Lucas yeah. and I have talked about, that player sucks. Man, and it's, it's also not available outside the US. Like you would need to get a oh, VPN no. to even what? look at it. Yeah, no, we can't we can't we can't watch oh. it. Now, I will say that the 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 That's so whack. It is available so the episodes where we are in like season 15, you can get on YouTube for free and I think that might be Canada yeah. exclusive. But again, it's like Hey, I want to watch this episode from season one that they just did an episode, like they just did the podcast episode on. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to go through nefarious means to be able to, <laughs> to be able to yeah. find it. And it's just like, man, like, I, and, and do the creators I, I, of Arthur want that wall? Because I can understand sometimes artists don't want their stuff to be consumable as free content because then it kind of becomes like just a moment in somebody's feed and if you work really hard on something i want it on a wall in a a museum or whatever really and i'm and what i'm saying is put out the seasons on blu-ray oh please now i know (laughs) that that i know that that is also not exactly accessible either but Mm -hmm. just a way to have them and to hold on to them you know because yeah i guess i guess I think this is maybe an unfounded fear, but it's like I look at these podcast episodes and I'm like, I don't want kids to stop at these, you know? Right. It's just like, yeah. you don't, like, hey, you think listening to Arthur's good? Try oh, watching buddy. it. Try doing two <laughs> mediums at the same time, your eyes and your ears. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's asking a lot for this uh, next generation that's coming up. I'll tell you what, they are a one sense at a time group. Yeah, it's amazing to watch a Zoomer smell something like plug in their ears and with the eye blindfolds. You always see them do it, right? When they're shopping for perfumes in the, in the perfume aisle where they are. Close their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> cover their mouth. And you're like, that's a Zoomer. <laughs> you try to talk to them and they're too busy getting a victory royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a oh. constant problem. So, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I kind of wanted to, <laughs> I'm glad we, I'm glad we kind of end up on the same way here, but uh, you know, it's, it is very much like, uh, this podcast came on the scene. And as you said, we are sitting on the hill of Arthur podcast. So it's a little bit like, I can't exactly hate on it too much. And it's not, yeah. it's not taking any food off of our table, such as it is, or in this case, it's uh, you know, like yes. a, a crumb uh, mm-hmm. off of, off of our table and not to disrespect our patrons or anything, but it's just like, we're not making like, we're, we're not making don't air money off of this. If to go back yes. to that old, uh, <laughs> that old adage that I say all the time, you guys are making don't air money. <laughs> We're making donair oh, sauce dang. money. <laughs> bro, this guy's like, you guys are improv comedians. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think you got to pat yourself on the back. That's a certified banger. That's right you, there. Listen, listen, Will, you have to understand, we make up our sponsors for episodes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Never had a legitimate sponsor. We're making donair bit money. Like, how much people are paying us to make a donair bit right now, which is zero dollars. <laughs> So are you sponsored by like Juicier Juice? Juicy. Oh man, that would be great. Or like maybe... the Arthur TikToking Davis Foundation or something. <laughs> That's a deep cut for for all. That's of you. yeah. That echoed somewhere in my brain, but I don't know where the cave is. <laughs> I know I've heard. I think I understand what the right. context of that joke mm-hmm. is. But anyway. Um. So guys, I mean. That that's pretty much. I wanted to take the temperature of kind of like where the state, 
the state of Arthur podcast. State of the Arthur. Arthur podcast. Yeah. Sta- oh, state of the Arthur. Oh man, that's a good name. Yeah. That's maybe we should do a yearly one, and we'll be like, all right, has anyone ruined Arthur? Because if somebody <laughs> does, pulse. if somebody does, we need to be here to like, um, uh, let like him know. Punch, punch them in the shoulder, and then get reprimanded by our dad. You know. <laughs> State of the Arthur podcast. Yeah, so at the end of 2023, I'll 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 put the call out again and we'll 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 have to chat about this. But really, I wanted to be able to take this opportunity to let everybody know that it's like obviously, if you're listening to this right now, you're list, you might be listening to it first on Patreon and you know that the Arthur podcast landscape is not is the official one and then there's us. And then there's so much more. Like I I I don't even think the two of us are meaning our two shows are the only Arthur podcasts out there anymore. And there are, there's so much more. And like, I've been listening to other podcasts that are like doing what we are doing just with other shows. And it's really cool to be able to make these connections because in the end, that's what, that's what this podcast started as. And that's what I hope to continue it as not just having fun, but making connections. And so this was an opportunity to say like, you know, this is how we feel about it as Arthur podcasters. This is a conversation that I don't really get to have with anybody else because who else I keep, who else is doing another podcast? I'm like looking over at Chris. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is like literally like, it's the most low stakes thing. But on some level, this is like the meeting where Elrond is like, we got to go to Mordor to fix this problem. <laughs> and <laughs> all whatever. of y'all get it. Like, yeah. You all here and you have a semblance of what's going yeah. on. Everybody knows what the ring is. Nobody's like, magic is real. You know, it's yep. like, we've, we've been there. We've done that. We've watched the, you know, mountains of Arthur. The Arthur um, podcast cannot be destroyed, Gimli, son of Gloin, by any <laughs> microphone known to man. Yes. <laughs> they can't take us down. No. Yeah, um, yeah that is... That on is your point, tr- yeah, of saying, like, the scene is thriving. I think we we like to poke, poke our heads in whenever we see a new one sort of spring up mm-hmm. and go like, ooh, like, ooh, let's take, yeah, a, little, yeah. let's take a little peek, see what's going on, because... Uh, and I think I was saying, in our minds, it was like, we, we got to follow in your footsteps when we came up with this for idea. Sure. And we're like, feels pretty original. And we're like, somebody's been doing it for two, three years already. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we literally, and tell me if I'm making this up, Chris, because sometimes I wonder if this is mm-hmm. a lie I'm telling myself because it's funny, uh, <laughs> that the first title I had, idea I had was Elwood City Limits. And we so were like, because <laughs> like, we sat down to record episode like one, which I... <laughs> it's still out there. I we didn't hate We, we didn't. Awesome. Nah, man, it tells us how far we've come. It's true. <laughs> Literally playing the episode in the background, Will. Oh, my God. I don't know if you listen to it, man. It's pretty trash. It's like it's just incomprehensible fever. It's like, ugh, it's a fever dream. It's a fugue state. But, uh, yeah, like, we we're, were, like, brainstorming ideas for names and then finding out about you guys and being like, is there is there any any other room? And I think definitively we've said yes and then some because we've gotten to see these other podcasts like come and go yeah, and yeah. like new ideas and new perspectives for finding, folks who uh, find you DW. What a, what a unique. Yeah. Take yeah. yeah. On, on the Arthur space. It's like just the premise for that show. Uh, if for anybody who doesn't know, find you DW. It's a guy who played DW, uh, a voice actor played DW is not doing that now, but wants to interview all the people who did. Like that's brilliant. And yeah. it has, and like you said earlier with the official pod, uh, you know, not taking any food off our plate. We are not doing that in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So we can all still, it's like somebody found a new shelf to put more Arthur stuff on. Mm-hmm. And we're all just like, yay! <laughs> more shelf <laughs> <space>. Arthur stuff! <laughs> so I, you know, the final question that I had was related to like favorite Arthur character and favorite Arthur episode. Ooh, but heavy. I think that is something that if our listeners want to find that out, they should listen to your show. So can do you do you mind uh, putting in your plugs here? Where can people find the show, and where can people find you guys online? Bet. Uh, so our, I think our website's probably the best place to start. I mean, you can search Sugar Bowl Pod. That should bring us up everywhere, like Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, every podcatcher. The word pod important. Mm-hmm. So you're yes, not, so you're not mm-hmm. getting into football territory yeah, because we uh, <laughs> figured that out real quick. Of like, ah, yes, the Sugar Bowl, and they're like, ah, that's a big sporting thing, and we sort of forgot about that. <laughs> Dude, I was hanging out with some friends. Uh, we were talking about football, uh, and somebody brought up that they were really a big fan of the Sugar Bowl, or like, oh yeah, where well, they're going to the Sugar Bowl, and I just had like 
I just like stood up and was like, oh, that's that stupid thing that's been ruining my results or whatever. And all of our algorithms. Yeah. And then quickly realized I'm the only one who understands what I'm saying. Oh, you, you, you guys are going to the Sugar Bowl? Say hi to Mr. Menino for me. Oh, Mr. Menino. He's the, runs the Sugar Bowl. Oh, oh maybe you I get, don't know anything maybe, about it. Oh, maybe you guys haven't gotten there yet. Spoilers. Ooh, well, I mean, we're in season five. Oh, yeah. That's something else that's a bit more unique. Or not more, but maybe something that differs between our shows is that we have not seen every episode yet. Hmm. I've not cracked into the newer ones. I've probably seen through like, what, ten? That feels nine? comfortable for me as well. Nine or ten. So I legit have not seen the ones where they have cell phones and like... That modernized kind of and yeah, yeah 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 i mean we lucas and i are well into the part where we both stopped watching earlier so a lot of what we are watching is new to us but not new to our audience so mm. oh, we okay, okay. so they often Sick. have the jump on us i'm like i can't wait until you guys watch this one so uh you know Ooh. i'm only have the jump on you by a little bit i've seen the ones ahead of you maybe once maybe twice so i'm okay. far from an expert it's really the old the old stuff that i really kind of have the yeah, big dude. big time memory for oh yeah um but yeah uh just just to wrap up the the plugs thing sugar bowl pod is is the best place uh we also have an email address sugarbowlpod at gmail.com uh you can send us just anything anything arthur related uh we had somebody reach out and send us uh, shamim that's his name yes uh this like he just told us about this uh this book that his uh grandmother handmade for him about an episode of arthur that was oh, really wow. important so uh if you if you search s-h-a-m-i-m in our show mm. <laughs> on our website or whatever uh you can find that episode and that whole story uh it's super beautiful but yeah we're lo- we would love to get arthur stories out there mm-hmm. yeah we had a we had a little segment that we wanted to do was like a word from us kids and then have it be stories of that were very similar to like if you had a moment that felt like it came out of an arthur episode yeah like send it our way and we want to like share that story out mm-hmm. to people because i think injecting that bit of wholesome like good news is mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah is an energy that we definitely want to continue to bring in our show in this little in between yeah. all these goofs and gaffes that we do and obviously we're having a good time end of the day like we gen we want people to leave this feeling like a little more faith in humanity restored sort mm-hmm. of yes situation yes. literally that i mean you perfect bow for like what we what we are trying to do with the show yeah. is obviously yes, nostalgia, fun, but that <clears throat> that maybe is the front seat, but the car is we like <laughs> um like uh I'm just remembering that the guy who did Veggie Tales had a, has a similar story where he looked at MTV and was like, "This is so nihilistic and like just mm-hmm. like icky to me, but it's funny. It's super funny and entertaining." So he just pulled the artistry of that and put it into what if we're just telling kids to like be nice to each other or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and adults can learn from that. I mean, can, there's there's straight yeah. up been some things as we've been watching that I'm like, Ooh. oh my gosh, I have to <laughs> be a better coworker or uh, be a better insert here. And I in think the, the podcast, instantly call your mom energy. You know, yep. like, <laughs> like Grand- <laughs> grandma, hey, I so love t- you so love much. You. <laughs> I didn't mean to ignore you. Like, <laughs> I mean, that, totally an internal revelation that wasn't driven by a children's show from the 90s. <laughs> it's all me organically. No matter where yeah, you, yeah. no matter where you get it from, that doesn't mean that it's any less legitimate. And so yes. I just want to end by saying that the Arthur fandom continues to grow in ways that when we started this show we never we we didn't realize like what all was even here when we started and now that we're six years into it now that you guys are two three years into it it continues to somehow keep growing and developing in really cool ways so i want to thank you guys for your time here it was really really cool to meet you and i wish you nothing but success because you are clearly doing something with the material that we both have. We're making different, uh, well, like pictures, but uh, audio pictures. Uh, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're making different. We're making different symphonies. We're making different art out of out symphonies. Of, yeah, yeah. Sim- capture uh, that. Uh, uh, Concertos. Three three day uh, opera, <laughs> like the Ring. <laughs> or wait, um, never mind. But we're but we're doing different things with the materials that we have, and I. Th- 
think there's always going to be room for that. So thank you very much for, for talking to me about the official Arthur podcast and perhaps more importantly about you guys and your experience in Arthur. And I think everybody's nice. going to really enjoy hearing from you guys. And it's just nice to open up our world a little bit more. Yeah. Yes. No, thank yeah. you so much for open, like opening up this line of dialogue. I know, I think jokingly we like play this sort of competitive like totally not real in our minds at all, but sometimes we're like, "Oh, those ECL boys! Oh, oh we're coming ECL for boys. them! Oh, we're, we're the underdogs! Here we go!" And all just for the for the joke, because it's we, kayfabe. It's like we know. It's like yes. we know that these are part, like they are probably just as kind uh, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. just like us who are getting this content. How could you not be, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's honestly, yeah, very satisfying for, and I think, you know, uh, if our listeners find their way, uh, or people who like only listen to us or whatever, I think they'll share in our like just glowing happiness that you're just, just as, and so much more, uh, you know, kind and wonderful as we, uh, could have even hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like, but it's like, we will keep up the, uh, uh, Elwood city. What is it? The Grebes and the, Oh my gosh! What's the other town? Oh, oh, the um, one that um, 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 Mighty Mountain, Mighty Mountain, Mighty Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Credit, re- credit restored. <laughs> it's, yes, it's, we'll, it's like it's it's like it's the '90s. You guys are ECW and we're the WWF, and we're, and you and you yep. guys are like we hate you. And I'm just like, yeah, here's here's uh, here's some money. Here's some money. Keep hating us. This is good for <laughs> yeah, business. Right, yeah. This works. <laughs> we need the we need the the, the pot to be mm. stirred so mm. that we can all enjoy the uh, the fruit at the bottom. Of the yogurt cup, this yeah. analogy this, fell apart this, really no, bad. No, no, no. But the the Greek yogurt cups, the one with the fruit at the bottom that you stir in. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. Greek. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank one, you. One last thing before we uh, before we it feels like we're getting to that uh, ultimate yes. wrap up. Mm-hmm. Anyone else's backs hurt from just getting it padded this entire time? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh, actually, like. I I think it's going to be a little raw back there. No, I have this congratulatory like (laughs) phrase (laughs) to ourselves. I have a notoriously tough back, so uh, it's it's very it's very uh, it's very coarse. So I don't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can pat it all day, and I and I don't care. <laughs> we're the if you had to, in the podcast me we're the hunchback of Notre Dame of Arthur podcasts because we're so we've built up layer after layer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and really, those layers are pretty impressive on on their own self. <laughs> Start a callous podcast. Okay, pod callous. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrap. We gotta. <laughs> we'll keep doing this for another twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. You gotta stop us. All right. All right. That's that's the Sugar Bowl podcast. Eli and Chris, thanks a lot, guys. It was really great to get to meet you and talk to you. And uh, we we'll, maybe we'll talk to you end of twenty twenty three for a state of the art third. That has legs. State of the art, third. I'm in. Dude, you're sprinting money right now. (laughs) Hey, wait, that's my money. (laughs) I know. I have to get out of here. Smells quite good. Smells like a. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like a did not. Oh. (laughs) Usually we edit that if that was staying in. No, I'm not helping you. (laughs) It smells like a sliced beef in a. It's a calzone, pretty much. Tenderloin? Were you trying to reverse engineer Donair? Yes. Uh, I was going to say Dinar, but that's hey, money. Don't. <laughs> How about we don't air that bit? <laughs> nice.